Aloha, welcome to Talk Story, a podcast for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. We're here today at the uh, Halamisi office in uh, Honolulu with uh, Captain Larry Payne, MAC chair. How you doing, Larry? How you doing, Sean Lee? A lot to cover over the last few months. We've got six, 69 pilots on furlough right now. We brought back four from uh, the Ohana flying deal. Tell me about that a little bit. Yep, good news. Four of them came back in the Ohana deal, uh, recalled. Uh, Peter called them last week, as we said on the all-pilot call. Uh, four of them accepted. Since then, one has bypassed, and they've gone on to the next one. So four back. We're to 69 now. Chipping away. I was in an executive brief the other day. I, I covered it quickly on the all-pilot call with uh, management, and uh, definitely things are trending in the right direction. Uh, bookings are up. Um, month, year to date. Uh, is not obviously what it was last year, but all things being considered, um, it's, as I said on one of the calls again, the bookings year last year were all booked in advance. This year, these are all bookings that have come in over the last few weeks. So to see a load factor of 58% is actually a lot better than what I think even they had predicted it would be right now and it's trending upwards even especially for the holidays thanksgiving christmas it's definitely going in the right direction i think it's a sign that people want to travel want to get away yeah and thanksgiving is right around the corner christmas is right after that it's been positive hasn't it very positive i think most everything they're looking at right now is positive now having said that you know um we all know how it went here in hawaii for a while things can change on a dime that's true so we're going to continue to be positive and, and, and hope for the best and that it goes in the right direction. Now, it's November 9th. We just uh, finished up uh, election 2020. One of our own uh, uh, congressmen-elect, Kai Kahele, just got uh, uh, elected to uh, District 2 in Hawaii. And the political landscape's changing, and that, that affects us a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, first off, congratulations to Kai. Um, it's obviously great to have one of our own uh, in that you know, political field. Um, it, it's He worked hard at it. Good to see that he got that. Um, and it is changing. I mean, whatever media device you've been connected to for the last week, uh, I don't know if we're counting votes still or filing lawsuits as of today. <laughs> so uh, no doubt doing one or the other. So uh, everybody's still tuned into it, and we'll see what happens. You know, that's going to – that has a bearing on what, what happens with PSP here. Um you know, post-election uh, and, and what direction that goes. There's all kinds of signs coming out of Washington that that's still a little bit on life support, but it's uh, it's not real active right now. But depending on which way the election goes, it could get gain some ground pretty quickly. We were hoping for a clean extension of the payroll support program back in October, but that didn't happen. Uh, there might be some signs of life uh, for that, this year, but most likely that's 2021 further down the road when, if, if something like that should come. Eh? I think at this point, definitely looks like 2021, early 2021. I mean, never say never, but um, I think early 2021 might be the, uh, the call for that. Yeah. The second round of easels bidding just closed today, uh, and we've got the enhanced surf relief deal. Uh, month to month, quite a bit of uh, negotiations back and forth between the association and the company to get this deal. Yep. Listen, uh, Doug and his guys, uh, I've said it 
before I'll say it again, those guys have worked around the clock for the last seven months. Um, I would sometimes wonder when they sleep. I was laughing with Doug the other day. We're on LOA 20-13. We've done 13 LOAs this wow. year, which is unbelievable. I mean, usually in an MEC term, you're lucky if you do two. So to do 13 in one year is an amazing feat. I, I give all the credit to those guys. Having said that, yeah, listen, I mean, th- these easels were something that we continually got feedback from the pilot group on that they wanted. They wanted options, pilots like options. And so this was something we felt uh, was important uh, for the pilot group. It's great that we were able to, 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 to do that and get that back, and it gives the pilots options. And Yeah, closed at uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the second round of easels, well, not quite uh, for furlough mitigation. They give the pilots the option. If you want to take some time off, you can take some time off and, and help yeah. the company against the overstaffing on some of the seats. Very convenient that Christmas is next month, and if you want some time off, hey, that option's available to you. Thank you. you know, we and we and and Doug and his guys made no beans bones about it that this is not furlough mitigation. But if you want it, it's there. The other LOA we have is the uh, uh, if you're a three twenty one FO and you're being downgraded to seven one seven FO, your training is paused. Let's talk about that a little bit because not a lot of people. Yeah, so as a result of that, uh, that LOA, if you're downgrading, and we had that situation with the PWAPs where the displacement guys were going to training and essentially the PWAPs were remaining where they were in the category they were in, that was, that created a bit of a a conflict. So as a result of this LOA, if you're, as you said, if you're going from 321 FO to 717FO for November and December, you'll be on a training freeze. Let's talk about that a little bit because with the PWOPs and especially with this latest displacement, there's a lot of training events. I know a lot of pilots are asking, why am I going to training if, if, uh, Correct. you know, if I'm only going to come back later on. Right. And that's why we did this LOA. Yeah. To try to put the brakes to that, to figure out exactly where everybody, where the dust is going to settle here as they ramp things up again, gives the company chance to see where things shake out and gives the pilots a chance to stay in the seat they're in, which it, they'd rather do. Right, right. It, it, it should be noted that we, we are, as the associate, in favor of uh, trying to keep the dust settled, so to speak. Absolutely. Uh, yep. We know that uh, training events like this. Yeah, you know, it, it, it operates everybody's life when they got to do it. You know, 717 guys got to go to Atlanta for training. I mean, nobody, you know, really, I don't think wants to do that, especially right. this time of year, holiday time. Um, so if you can keep things status quo for a little while while you see what's going on, I think it's always a, a good idea. Right, All right. But some things do fall through the cracks, and we have pilots yeah, still absolutely. going to and Atlanta. The, and there are going to be some things that fall through the cracks. It's just, you know, human nature, and if they do, File a dart, mm-hmm. file an SCR, do what you have to do. You know, some guys may have to start training here this month until the the, the freeze gets put in place. And if they got to go for a day or two and then it gets canceled, then that's just going to be what it is. Let's skip ahead and just talk about, you know, best practices with yep. the uh, PWA and what pilots should know. Of course, if you're on a day off, you're not obliged to pick up your phone, especially being as short-staffed as we are. Uh the company has junior manned, uh, you know, just a few weeks ago. Uh, remember to just fly the contract. Uh, if you have questions, 
there's always Dart. There's uh, always uh, uh, SCR. You Absolutely. can file an SCR on uh, all HAL. kinds of avenues yep. Yep. to deal with that. But yeah, if you're on a day off, I mean, I know it's hard sometimes. Your phone rings, you're just spring loaded to answer it. But I think just about everybody now should have caller ID. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no requirement if the, if you're on a day off for the company calling you to pick up your phone. And available to pilots, uh, you can file an SCR, you can file a DART, you can call the CCT or email the CCT. They've always answered me within a few hours. In fact, I think I just emailed them 10 p.m. last week, and within 30 minutes they emailed me right back. So no need to suffer in silence, yep. if, uh, especially now with things changing every day. Yeah, and our committee structure is up to speed. I mean, we've got... People standing by, we, I th- you'd know better than me. What's our response time on the darts right under now? Under a day. Under, under a day. Yeah. I think under, we're, under, the, we're the best in, uh, in Alpa, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, or I don't know uh, that for sure, but it's yeah. it's the target is 72 hours, and uh, last I checked, I think it's like 0. 0.8, uh, 86 yeah. So days. we're under a day. So under 24 hours. Which is great. I mean, it's yeah. a testament to the work that's being done Yeah. Yeah. here. And that you guys have done. And there are plenty of categories, too. So if you have a quarantine yeah. question or... Uh, trip trading question or scheduling, uh, you can file it, and yeah, most get replied to on the day of. Every question that you you might have, big or small, just file a dart. Yeah, and you know it's some of them's been asked before, but other things that you might think is common are completely uncommon and unique to your own situation. So it's it's important that you let us know what's going on out there. Absolutely. Speaking of what's going on out there, let's go to the uh, all pilot call. You, you, uh, we just had the twenty first all pilot call. It was a special call last Thursday. Talk to me about that one a little bit. I wasn't on it. Twenty first all pilot call. Yeah, a special one to cover the uh, the two LOAs um, that we just signed, the Ohana one and then the uh, Easel one. Uh, negotiating the guys did a great job. Doug, poor Doug, had to come up for air at the end of that. I think it was wow. the most questions we've had in an all-pilot call, um, which was great. Uh, and I, I think we got to most of the questions. Um, but very informative. Really good really good call. Very in, a great turnout, as they always are, um, and really informative for the pilots. And lucky for us, things are getting a little quieter, for better or for worse. But things are starting to settle down and get a little more predictable. We're coming outside of the LOA for uh, scheduling, which modified the bid period. And the timeline on that. So starting uh, January, we go back to the previous PWA standard contract bid cycle. Correct. So December bidding for January, we go back to the uh, bidding opens on the 6th. Uh, pairings published on the 6th. Bidding opens on the 6th. Captain awards on the 13th and FO awards on the 15th. So we're back to that. We haven't been that there time, that timeline. the better part of 2020. Feels like forever, yeah, Sean Lee. Feels like forever. But yep. at least now we're starting to fall back into our normal contract yep. cycle. Yeah, uh, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, it, it makes things a little easier for planning, for vacation, for if you're taking an easel, if you're just taking surf relief, it's a little more yeah. predictable. Uh, let's be honest. As pilots, we like black and white. We don't do well with gray, right? The engine has either failed or it hasn't failed. You don't get something that says, hey, I'm going to fail in 10 minutes. So, right. Yeah, black and white is good for us. So as we're sitting here in the uh, office, we've got the grievance committee in the conference room next door. They're they're doing uh, uh, mediation. 
And they've been working nonstop for this pandemic as well. Yeah, listen, they're the guys, uh, you know, I thank them on the last all-pilot call. They're the guys that have been working behind the scenes. I am and Jeremy and Marcus and their team, um, they're, they've been unbelievable. I mean, that did not really slow down uh, while this was going on. It just kind of took a back seat, so to speak, to everything else that was brought to the forefront. So they've been doing a lot of good work in the in the background, and um, they still have their arbitrations going on. They still got mediations going on. Uh, they're still doing their thing, and, and I'm very appreciative and thankful for them for them doing that. The grievance committee, especially uh, with all the changes and the LOAs uh, been, that have been occurring during the pandemic, have a lot on their plates. Yeah, and, and listen, they're involved in when all these LOAs are going on. They're kind of always involved in that as well. You know, the negotiating guys lean on them to make sure that whatever's negotiated in those doesn't upset the apple cart with on the grievance side. Um, and, and, and I am and his guys are always working with Doug to make sure that whatever gets negotiated works for them too. So they're, they're, they're definitely a part of the process and, and a vital part of the process. The other side of the room, the NC, the negotiating committee, they've been hard at work. We, we talked about them earlier in the show. Uh, lots of LOAs, lots of back and forth between us and the company. Tell yep. us about their work a little bit. It feels like we've been back and forth with the company for seven days a week for seven months. Um, it has not slowed down for us at all. Um, those guys have been rock stars, candidly, um, and they continue to do a job that is, every day kind of amazes me. I mean, there's problems that arise every day, and, and those guys are there to solve the problems with the MEC and, and work through them with us. So great, great job on them. I, I think we were pretty open and honest when we took office that we one of our goals in our strategic plan was to be more transparent and upfront with the pilot group. And we doubled down actually through this, maybe even more than doubled down in our communication with the pilot group. And I think overall the feedback from that has been nothing but positive. I think pilots appreciate more than they do less and, and keeping them in the loop. It just makes our jobs easier when it comes time to, to explain something. If we've sent them a com about it and they can read about it first and, and, and stay informed with what's going on. And, I haven't got any negative feedback on that at all. And the MEC has been working on a national level. We just had uh, a virtual executive board uh, last month, late last month. Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, first uh, virtual board of directors uh, meeting for Alpa National last month. Um, it didn't go off without a couple of hiccups, as you know. But overall, I think the sentiment uh, was that the job got accomplished and listen, you can't substitute in-person meetings. I mean, yeah. this whole Zoom thing is great, and it's worked, thankfully, during this pandemic. But I think some of the best conversations and, and, and business dealings get done when you're in person. And, and uh, I think National realizes that. I think you're going to see them, uh, as we come out of this, move towards more of an in-person uh, format than they were. Uh, I think this one, they, they really had no choice. I'm not sure right. we'll see it again. We'll just switch gears here, and, and and maybe you can provide to the pilots a a little bit of insight on what's to come. We're 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 past the furlough date, and we're heading now into 2021. And where do you see this airline uh, uh, come out the other end? You know, I'm I'm optimistic. The, uh, the the things that I see are all pointing in the right direction. But as I said, 
you know, we've all seen how the state of Hawaii has reacted to this pandemic in the last seven or eight months. And I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that this is a trend that will keep going. Um, it would appear that this is a trend that's going to keep going. I think people want to travel. I think people want to get out and, you know, all the statistical reports are that they want to do that. Um, and next year, I'm, I mean, could it be any worse than this year? Um, oh, don't even say that. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. Um, but, you know, I think next year is going to be a good year for Hawaiian Airlines. I, I, I really yeah. do. I think they're going to, all things considered, um, I think they're going to get back to, to doing a lot of the flying. We got Japan coming back here uh, pretty quick. Um, right. You know, uh, Korea and, and, uh, and Australia and, and New Zealand remain a, uh, a question mark. I think uh, Australia and New Zealand are saying they're going to stay locked down through the new year. So in the new year here, who knows? Maybe they'll, depending on what happens, start to open up again. I think there's some opportunity for the airline in, in, in Japan. I think uh, depending on what happens with Air New Zealand, um, there's rumblings that they may become a strictly domestic carrier that may open up some opportunity for us there and, and, and Australia. I think, uh, you know, we want to do that flying. That was, you know, relatively good flying for us and hopefully they can get that going again too. It's just amazing to me that how quickly things turned. I mean, we went from 2019, we were complaining about Mac nuts and crew meals and, and 2020 hits and boom, it all upended. This is my first downturn in an airline and yeah, listen, damn, things move quick. Rod and I were in a meeting with Peter Ingram and John Snook, and, and I remember back, I think it was beginning of February, and, and Peter Ingram said to us, I'm not sure this coronavirus thing is going to affect us that much. And, uh, man, it, it could have been anything but. And, jo- and John Snook, right after it happened, uh, I talked to him, and he said, listen, I, three days ago I was looking for leases on 330s, and now I'm trying to find a place to park the ones we got. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it all happened in a very short period of time and that tends to be the case for the airline industry yep. 2000 yep. 2008 cyclical the 10 year the 10 year cycle very cyclical uh as we've said you know rod and i were both subject to furlough rod for a lot longer than me uh, mine was pretty brief um but yeah it's a cyclical industry you never know what's going to happen i don't think anybody had planned on this as part of the cycle but that being said, here we are. Having been through a furlough, what's your advice to the pilots on furlough now? Just try to maintain a positive attitude. I know it seems like, you know, the sky is falling at times, but, uh, you know, it's um, it's part of the industry. I, I can remember thinking, God, what the hell am I going to do now? Um, and it before I knew it, I was back to work and things were looking good again. So yeah. just, you know, try to maintain a positive attitude. The, the union's there for you. We're here to help, and believe me, we're going to try to get everybody back on property here as soon as we can. That's our our goal. We're still fighting for you. Your, Absolutely. Your other pilots have your back. We we have uh, the assessment where they're covered for an additional year in terms of uh, medical insurance coverage. Yep. Uh, everybody at the airline is still rooting for you to come back. It's not like we turned the lights off when you left. 100%. Yep. Let's get them back. Okay, Larry, before we go, uh, just give us some suggestions on how pilots, furloughed or not, can stay in touch with the uh, association. Listen, stay engaged. Check your emails. I can't tell you enough. I mean, I know it's a pain in the ass, but read your emails. There's a lot of great information we're sending out, and we got guys spending a lot of time 
spend sending out good information and emails. Check your emails, file a DART, you know, file an SCR if you have a schedule problem. Or last but not least, you can always reach out to individually to one of us if you need an answer. Yep, your block reps are always block available. Block reps are always busy. I tell people, listen, if you reach out to me, I'm busy as hell, but if I don't get back to you right away, I apologize. I will get back to you. It just may not be the same turnaround time as the dart. Sure. All right. Well, this has been Talk Story, a podcast for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. I'm uh, Communications Chair Sean Lee, and I'm joined by uh, uh, MEC Chair Larry Payne. If you have a question, send us a dart at dart.alpa.org or shoot us an email at howcommunications at alpa.org. And we'll see you next time. Aloha.